This episode is brought to you by Viore. Give the active people in your life something they'll truly appreciate. Performance apparel from Viore. Whether they're into running, surfing, hiking, or even just casual walks around the block, there's something for everyone. And if you're not sure what to gift them, you can't go wrong with something from Viore's Dream Knit Collection. It's the perfect gift and so comfortable. Get 20% off your first purchase today at Viore. V-U-O-R-I dot com slash Spotify. Hey, welcome to Ikea, where even this desk is circular. Huh, how so? Looks pretty rectangular to me. It's because we're always looking to repair, reuse, and we love our products, like buying back your Ikea items for store credit. Or shop our as-is section for great deals. You can even order free spare parts. Get on the circular path for a more sustainable future. Still a rectangle. Get started at ikea-usa.com slash circular. Visit ikea-usa.com slash circular for as-is information and buyback and resale terms and conditions. Spare parts not available for all products. She's your queen to be, a queen to be forever, a queen who'll do whatever His Highness desires. This is perhaps one of the most iconic songs to grace the big screen. Perhaps. I still can't hit that note. <laughs> I don't know if you ever could hit that note. <laughs> this is The Nod. I'm Brittany Luce. And I'm Eric Eddings. And if you guys don't know, that song is one of many anthems from the 1988 film Coming to America. Okay, you got Eddie Murphy. He plays Prince Akeem, crown prince of a fictional African nation called Zamunda. Akeem's parents want him to marry the African princess that they've chosen for him. But Prince Akeem wants to choose his own bride. So he enlists the help of his trusted friend, Simi, played by none other than Arsenio Hall, to help him find the girl of his dreams. And he decides the best place to find his bride is in America. Akeem gets to America, and he meets the woman of his dreams, and her name is Lisa McDowell. But he must win her heart as just a regular guy and not an African prince. And you know... I haven't thought about this movie in a while, maybe like once a quarter. But Paramount recently announced that a sequel coming to, get it, to? That's a good joke. Anyway, coming to America is in the works. And Kenya Barris is attached. This announcement got us thinking a lot about the original film. From the good... Fuck you! Fuck you! And fuck you! Who's next? To the bad. The royal penis is clean, your highness. It got us asking a question that I never thought we'd ask. Is coming to America good for the Blacks? You all know how this works. We are going to do all the work for you. Yes. We have a deep dive discussion. We make some good points. We make some tough calls. Mm, Hard stuff. Yes. And then we take the official vote with some official black people on basically where all black people stand (laughs) on coming to America. So joining us today is Lovey Ajayi. She is an award-winning writer, digital strategist, speaker, and also the author of the best-selling book, clearly one that I need, I'm Judging You. The Do Better Manual. You do need it. (laughs) It's true, sadly. (laughs) Uh, She is also the host of the podcast Rants and Randomness. Welcome, Lovey. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here with y'all again. Yes. Yes, We're happy to have you. It is a pleasure. Yes. And as somebody who wrote a book telling other people to do better, (laughs) I am very curious to hear where you come down on this topic. 
good or bad. <laughs> the people are waiting to hear from you. Yes. Also joining us is Saeed Tijan Thomas. He is a poet and Peabody Award-winning producer on another Gimlet show, Uncivil. Friend of the show, welcome. What up, what up? I'm happy to be here. Look at that Peabody. Put some respect. Hey, put some respect on yes. it real quick. Just one time. <laughs> <laughs> when was the first time you saw the movie? I was not here. Well, I wasn't even born when the movie came out. <laughs> make, make me feel old, <laughs> I know, please. I was an idea in my parents' head uh, when the movie came out. And even when it was out, like in all the 90s, I was, I was in Sierra Leone, which is where I'm from and where I grew up. Um, but I came here when I was like in like in like the year 2000, and mm-hmm. maybe like in the first couple, my first couple of years here is when I finally saw the movie. Lovey, what about you? Let me see. I actually was born in '85, so I was born before the thing. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> 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 I I probably saw it when I was like eight or nine. I know it was before. I came to the U.S. Mm-hmm. when I was nine, so ni- 1994. Where did you move from? From Nigeria. Hey, I'm a Niger girl. <laughs> yes. West Africa, we in this joint. We in this joint. We in here, man. We in here. What's yeah. up? <laughs> I, I, I rap Niger Jalof all day. I'm I'm Sierra Leonean, but low key, I rep, I rep, I, I really love Ghana Jalof. I, I feel like really? Ghana Jalof. Really? We gonna do this? We yeah, gonna I do mean, this right here? <laughs> I'm, we doing I, this right hey, now? Whoever's listening right now, they're going to banish me from Salon forever for saying I don't even rep my own country's jalof, but Wait, Ghana jalof is up look, there, bro. I am obligated by legality to um, talk trash about Ghana jalof. It is part of my citizenship as a Nigerian. So I have no other choice. I'm just, I'm just being a good citizen of Nigeria. That's all I'm saying. So today we are digging into the question, is coming to America good or bad for the blacks? We're going to dig into the pros and the cons, and I will kick things off with a pro. Uh Uh-oh. So, there's a lot about the movie Coming to America that I love, most people love. Yeah. Um, But one of the things I really, really appreciated was that there were just so many, like, depictions of black wealth. You know, like the McDowell's. Lisa, who's kind of like the main character, that's her family. They own this McDonald's restaurant. And actually, this was something that spoke to me a lot. My my own uncle owned some McDonald's hey. like, growing up. Uh, he owned a couple uh, McDonald's franchises. So that made a lot of sense to me. In addition, you got Eric LaSalle, who is like, you know, this son of this jury curl beauty supply empire, Soul Glow. <laughs> but like, all that is positioned in context with literally the royal family of Zamunda. Seeing Akeem's face on the Zamunda, like, money, on that currency, Mm -hmm. was a moment for me. Like, that was significant. I honestly never, like, I never really considered Black people being of enough status to be on money until that point, which Mm. is crazy. Um, So it was just so cool to see, like, all these different intersections of Black classes coming together. Uh, and to have this this idea of like you know what it could look like uh, once we attain this like this wealth and status. I thought what was really cool about it was like was definitely like the extravagance of 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 Akeem's wealth and how they played up everything and how it was like um, it was almost comical how how wealthy he was from like yeah. the people who. Um, from the people who would like bathe him like he didn't have to he, the man didn't even have to the man didn't even have to brush his own teeth like he yeah. basically woke up and everything was done for him i thought that kind of wealth was like was like really cool um and i thought just like in general i hadn't seen anything that was depicting africans in a way that wasn't you know 
savages. Like, we weren't, like, it wasn't like, I, I think up until this point, any movie I had seen that had Africans in it was, like, some guy with the AK-47 with his shirt off mm-hmm. laughing mm-hmm. maniacally and, like, shooting at people, right? Yeah. And, like, this wasn't that. Like, this for the first time was, like, wow, like, this is some, like, uh, this, like, it, I don't know, it, it felt, it felt it felt like it was it was it was remedying something that 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 had been going really wrong in like um, in American media depictions of Africans. When you were the African kid who came to the U.S., yeah, people would totally ask you, "Did you, did you have lions?" Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Did you get that from Zamunda?" You know, Zamunda's not real, right? <laughs> so it's really funny that now we have a new um, a new reference. Like Wakanda is taking over for Zamunda. What about you, Lovey? What's your pro? Um, one of the pros is the fact that. I came insisted on marrying this woman that he loved even though she was outside of his culture. Mm, because, yeah. like, to get really real about it, Africans tend to be like, yo, you want to? You got to ma- marry another African. Oh, and yeah. this man came over here and was like, no, no, I found the love of my life and she's not African, but I'm going to stick with her. I'm choosing her. So I think that was a power move to be like, yeah, yeah, like she's going to become a part of my, my, my culture. I'm going to learn more about her culture and right. we're going to make it happen. Yeah, I had... Um, so my girlfriend's black. Hey, hey, babe. She's uh she's listening. Uh, <laughs> she's Shout she's African American, and uh, we've been dating for a while. And I had a thing happen where um, one day my aunt just sat me down and she was like, "Look, I know this girl. Her parents are good. They keep in contact with me. I'm gonna send you her number." And then all of a sudden the next day, like a picture of a random girl just appears in my WhatsApp. <laughs> No. <laughs> and then she sends me her number. She's like, so like we know her family. Her family knows us. She's, and like, she's like, Yeah, exactly. And like, I remember like I listened to her talk because she, my aunt knows how to talk. I listened to her talk the whole time. I didn't say anything, right? But the one thing I took away from the conversation with her about this was that she was worried that if I end up marrying my girlfriend, that that will somehow take me away from her, mm. right? And this mm. girl who she knows, this girl who lives down the street or whatever, whose family she knows, that that's like in the in the sphere, like that's close to her. And, and if this girl's close to her, then I'll be close to her. Mm. So I feel like maybe like... Like, you know, part of part of what this movie is also talking about is like, you know, being um, away from home mm-hmm. or like leaving where you're yeah. from. Mm, um, yeah. Because who you choose to love, ultimately, if they're not from your culture, you're going to have to um, you go a little bit further away from like, you know, where you come from. Mm. And I think that's like part of the fear. Yeah. Damn, that's deep. It was. It <laughs> was deep. That's Look deep. at you. Damn. Dropping the mic with your own. Like you said, <laughs> you wasn't even thought of when the movie came out. And now you got all these opinions and takeaways. Yeah, you know. Brittany, well, what about you? My pro is that all the jokes in the film are hilarious. But but more specifically, they tend to be at the expense of the black Americans as opposed to, you know, the Zamundans, the Africans. Like the Jerry Curl <laughs> jokes alone. Just let your soul go. Just let it shine through. Like, yeah. there's a scene where, like, Daryl and his parents are, like, sitting on a couch, and they all got jerry curled, and, like, they get up off the couch, and there's three big wet stains for jerry curl juice. <laughs> like, that is hilarious. Like, it's—that is ridiculous. Like, they basically find all the things, like, that are kind of ridiculous about what black people were doing in the 80s, or some things, <laughs> in some cases, what black people are doing at any point in time, and they make jokes out of those things as opposed to making jokes out of anything having to do with Africans. Like, there's this one— 
scene that I love where, like, the you have the band that plays at the Miss Black Awareness pageant. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, let me just, let's just, like, hear a little bit of that for a second. I'd like to give a big round of applause to my band, Sexual Chocolate. <laughs> Best band name ever, though. Like. <laughs> and then they start playing the greatest love of all. <laughs> I believe the children are our future. Thank, Thank you. you. Teach them their hand. <laughs> Let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. But yes, like that is hilarious. Like the whole idea of like a bunch of Asian dudes who think that they're like in a 70s R&B band. Like they think they're Earth, Wind & Fire. Right, they really right, do. Right. They really did. And like that's hilarious. Like all like I like the joke is always on us as opposed to it being on the Africans who are new to Queens. No, I'm I'm actually glad you said that cuz um something I'm, I'm realizing now is that like this was like like we're making these Wakanda comparisons, yeah. but like mm-hmm. this was like an attempt to like meet these two cultures, right? Mm-hmm. Africa and African Americans, mm-hmm. and that's something like I like. These are the those are the only two movies I've ever seen that done in in, in, in coming to America and Black Panther, yeah. um, which I think is like a super important thing, like the the sort of joining of the diaspora, the the sort of like bringing together of these mm-hmm. of these two sides that have been long held apart by history and all this. F shit, but like, <laughs> but like, I um, I I think that's something I really like about this movie, though. Like, it's like it's like an attempt to to really to really bring those two cultures together in a kind of way, even though you know I have some cons, but yeah. Well, we coming to the cons. I'll actually I'll kick us off. Okay. So for me, my con is that the patriarchy is real in this movie, oh, like yeah. Yeah. specifically when it comes to how the movie explores like relationships. Mm. So overall, the movie is supposed to be this kind of critique on, uh, on like on more traditional relationships and, sp- and especially like uh, arranged marriages. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like Akeem is like set up to be, to like go out. He's supposed to find this woman that he loves who thinks for herself. Mm. Such a like novel concept. Brand you new. Know? And you kind of first start to see, like, well, I mean, real talk, from the first scene, when they, like, open up, mm. uh, you have all these women kind of, like, walking in, flanking Akeem's bed, and he wakes up, he's like, is it my birthday? And they're like, you know, everybody's all, like, happy, they're standing there with their rose petals that they lay out. And, that, like, that's all before you even get to the wedding scene, which was, like, one just super dehumanizing, like, in a way for, not in a way, super dehumanizing, <laughs> you know, for for Vanessa Bell Calloway's character who's, like, positioned as, you know, the woman his family and his kingdom has chosen for him to marry. What is your favorite food? Whatever food you like. Are you saying that no matter what I tell you to do, you will do? Yes, Your Highness. Anything I say you do? Yes, Your Highness. Bark like a dog. A big dog. Woof, 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 woof. Hop on one leg. She is forced to bark like a dog, hop on one leg, all to kind of illustrate uh, that she'll do whatever she can to make him happy. And what's weird about this scene is, like, he's supposed to actually be calling critique to that idea. You know, he's asking her to do this stuff because he is like, I think it's ridiculous that, you know, that she uh, should have to, that she, that she won't be herself, that she won't communicate with me about, like, what she actually would like. But you don't have to make her bark like a dog. Mm-mm. Like, all that wasn't necessary. Like, you, you, you know, you could have stopped that 
a long time ago and still kind of called that out. And for me, those relationships really kind of continued throughout the movie, sadly. None of the women in the movie had any agency of nope. their own. Because even Lisa was at the whims of her dad. Yeah. Like, her dad yes. was constantly being like, this is what you're going to do, and this is how you're going to do it. So, absolutely, it was it was super sexist <laughs> in that these women were only there to serve the men. The men just felt entitled to the women's attention. So, yeah, <laughs> that's interesting. That kind of makes me think of my own con, uh, which was that the movie was... Like, had a lot of issues with colorism. <laughs> like, like all the depictions that you have of African women in the film are basically, like, subservient, cool. And uh, But then you mm-hmm. go to America and you find this, like, light-skinned woman who's a little bit assertive, but only in the right ways. Um, mm-hmm. And then you go to her sister, Lisa's sister, Patrice. So Patrice is uh, played by Allison Dean. She is Lisa's younger sister, And she's, like, supposed to be kind of an annoying kid sister, but she is, like, noticeably darker, like, has noticeably, like, thicker, shorter hair. She's a black girl. She's black at a distance. She's obviously very beautiful, like, but you look at Patrice, and Patrice's outfits are always going to be a little bit whacker. Like, her makeup is never really the right color. That's real. I even think about this one scene— Lisa and her father find out that Akeem is a prince. Like, Akeem's father come to America to bring him back to Zamunda. And, you know, Patrice um, was lied to by Semi. Semi Mm -hmm. told Patrice that he was actually the prince of Zamunda. Mm -hmm. And there's this one particular point in that scene where, you know, they're in the McDowell's living room, and the McDowell's are there, and all the Zamundans are there. And Akeem has just walked in. And his father, the king, gives him this, you know, welcoming hug. And Patrice walks in right at that moment. Why are you hugging him? He's just the servant. He's the prince. Who told you that? You mean Akeem's the prince? Yeah, and he's in love with Lisa. How come she always gets the good ones? Like, damn. How come she always gets the good ones? Dang. Damn. Okay, Cinderella and the stepsister. Sorry, buddy. (laughs) That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. Why do they play, why do they play Patrice like that? Patrice to me is is an unsung hero yeah. of coming to America, and she didn't get her due because colorism. Surprise, surprise, surprise. But that's my con. Saeed, what you got? No, I I definitely agree with that. But um, my con is like this idea too of um, of Zamunda, right? Mm. Um, so Zamunda is this fictional African nation which I think is supposed to represent Africa as a whole, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't really understand why whenever we talk about Africa, there's always like this one sort of single-minded way that we think about it. Like whenever people even talk about Africa, it's always Africa, Africa, Africa. But if you talk to any Africans, I don't know what anybody's doing in East Africa. I don't know what they're doing in North Africa. Mm -hmm. I don't know what they're doing in South Africa. I know know what they're doing in Sierra Leone though, and I barely know that. Like I'm still trying to catch up (laughs) for real, for real. But like in the way that like globally we think about Africa, it's always like, it's always like just like this very singular place that has all these same tropes and same um, same things going on in them. And I feel like the way Zamunda is portrayed in the movie is supposed to be like a sort of representative um, for all of Africa, but in such a way that's like, in such a way that's like, hey, look, all of Africa isn't as bad as you think it is. Um, and I think it's like, it's also like this kind of attempt by... Um, that I feel like by black Americans to rewrite the story of Africa to be not just, you know, 
like we've said this before, not just of, of savagery, but but we we were kings and queens, mm-hmm. and we still are kings and queens. So let's cast this uh, this fictional nation and uh, throw a bunch of kente cloths in there uh, indiscriminately, just like put it like there were so many different elements of Zamunda that like didn't really match up with each other like there were like imagery in there that felt Egyptian mm. there was images in there that felt West African talk about there it. were images in there that felt East African like it was all very just like a mixed bag of things which I can kind of understand like if you have a group of people who for decades hundreds of years have not been connected to their homeland and they're trying to recast this image that people have been writing about them for years um why not just like throw all the good parts in a bucket and make it a country called Zamunda, right? Yeah. Yes. The problem is that when people say like, you know, Zamunda tries to show this one piece of singular story, the problems of a singular story is one movie can tell one story. Then another movie can come and tell another story. The problem is we don't have many other movies to tell these different stories. So when Come to America showed up, everybody held on to it because it was the one movie that was mainstream that people put money into that tried to tell any story about Africa that was not the National Geographic story. What would have been ideal would have been for um, Come to America to not have to spend 30 years being the thing people think Mm. about when they think about Africa. There should have been two, three other movies each year about the different pieces of the continent because literally it's been 30 years and then we got Wakanda. So we went from Zamunda to Wakanda. And the reason why Zamunda could be harmful because if you, if all you know about the continent of Africa is you watch Coming to America, of course you have a certain idea, right? But it's because there's nothing else to compare it to. There was nothing else at the scale of that movie for people to then balance out their images. So I think the problem is less about Zamunda trying to represent Africa and more about there are no other representations at that scale in a grand Mm. movie. There were not any until Black Panther. On that note, on that very lovely note, I think that it's, uh, it's time for us to cast our official votes. After the break, will Prince Akeem remain in our good graces, or will he be deemed a royal failure? for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Viore. Give the active people in your life something they'll truly appreciate. Performance apparel from Viore. Whether they're into running, surfing, hiking, or even just casual walks around the block, there's something for everyone. And if you're not sure what to gift them, you can't go wrong with something from Viore's Dream Knit Collection. It's the perfect gift and so comfortable. Get 20% off your first purchase today at Viore. V-U-O-R-I dot com slash Spotify. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. 
So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. All right, so is coming to America good or bad for the blacks? Saeed, I'm going to start with you. Oh, my God. So you have to remember the entire culture and the continent of Africa and the country of <laughs> so I can't, Sierra Leone. I can't just, all <laughs> riding on you right now. People all over the globe. <laughs> all over. Oh, God. Yeah, I was going to wait for y'all to go, and then I was going to go. <laughs> Too bad. I'm very easily Too swayed. Bad. Too bad. Time waits for nobody, Saeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think this conversation, like, really helped me put things into perspective. And I think... I don't think we would have Wakanda in the way that we have it without coming to America in the way that we had that. I think they needed to do something and do it in a kind of shitty way um, for then Ryan Coogler to come along being like, I'm not doing that. (laughs) I'm doing something better. Um, And I think, um, yeah, I I think... I'm just going to say that coming to America is good for the blacks and keep it moving. (laughs) (laughs) Eric, what about you? So, I don't know. I think about this movie a lot. I think if I was making coming to America, there's a lot that I would change. But at the time, at the time that I saw it, if I'm being honest, there was nothing I would change. Because I was like, oh, man, at the time I saw it, I was like, uh, you know, ah, this is great. This is, per- you know, this is perfect. I literally thought it was like one of those perfect movies. If mm-hmm. you if you would have asked me this, w- like <laughs> when I was a kid, like watching this movie. Um, but thankfully, you know, I've learned a lot since then. <laughs> and, you know, I, I like I, you go back and you watch the movie and you, you still love it. But like there's certain things you can't, like you can't lean into all the way because you have you have a little bit of this knowledge that like eh, dang the way they did Patrice is kind of messed up yeah <laughs> eh, you know like 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 why is this depiction a little bit a little bit limited it's like lacking something you know and that really like that honestly makes me very it makes me a little sad that said I think coming to America ultimately did good so what say you Coming to America, I will also say it's good for the blacks. Get that. All right. We we got we're two for four right now. No, we're two for two right now. I'm not good at sports. <laughs> we're two for two right now. Lovey, what you saying? Even in its flaws, I think we also need to create room and make space for room for black art mm. to be flawed. Um I, I don't expect to love every single thing about a movie I loved 20 years ago. A lot of um, the stuff that we've consumed, TV, music, movies, would not hold up today. And I think mostly Come to America still holds up. So, yeah, as an African girl, as a black girl, uh, as a citizen of Zamunda and Wakanda, <laughs> I, <laughs> you know, I, I have many passports. Um I think <laughs> I think Come to America is good there for the blacks. Go. All right. All right, Brady, take us home. Okay, so, you know, I, I re-watched the movie over the weekend before we recorded. And I'm not going to lie, I was kind of, like, expecting for me to be like, Ugh. you know what I mean? It's, I probably haven't seen the movie in, like, two years. And it's always different watching something for work than watching something for fun. And so I started watching it critically. I mean, and I already outlined all my points as to why there were parts of the movie I didn't fuck with. But... 
I laugh my ass off. Yeah. This is like, <laughs> this is like, like, this yes. is probably, I think, I think it's the best work that Eddie Murphy has ever done. Mm. Like, there were so many, like, really loving, beautiful things about it. And that, like, there's so much to delight in and so much to enjoy and so much to laugh at. It was, like, a good way for me to spend my Saturday night. So, you know, at the end of the day, whoop-dee-doo, woo-woo, I still say that coming to America is good for the blacks. So wow. look at that, we're four and four. That wow. I don't think that's ever happened. It, yeah. yeah, I think yeah. it's our first unanimous decision. So there you have it. Coming to America is good for the blacks. Thanks to our guest, Lovey Ajayi. You can find her on her podcast, Rants in Randomness, or find her on Twitter at L-U-V-V-I-E. And thanks also to Saeed T. John Thomas, our Gimlet brother. You can find him on Twitter at S-A-I-D-U-T-T-J. And y'all, we are super excited to tell you that The Nod will be taping a live show at Gimlet Fest, Gimlet's first podcast festival. Look, I'm going to be honest with you right now. Like, this show is one that you just should not miss. Joining us is going to be the host of HBO's new show, Problem Areas, the one and only Wyatt Cenac. It's going down live on Sunday, June 17th at the Brick House in Brooklyn, New York. Doors are opening at 7.30 p.m. sharp. You better be in line. Yes. Find out more and buy tickets at GimletFest.com. The Nod is produced by me, Brittany Luce, with Eric Eddings, Kate Parkinson Morgan, Emmanuel Barry, and Wallace Mack. Our senior producer is Sarah Abdurrahman. We are edited by Annie Rose Strasser. Fact-checking by Max Gibson. Engineering from Cedric Wilson. Our theme music and additional music in the show are by Khalid B. What if they made Coming to America, though, with, like, a girl instead? Mm. Like, Ooh. what if she, like, came... Plots with. Yeah, what if she, like, came and she went down to Atlanta looking for a baller? <laughs> Do you oh know what I'm God. saying? And she just <laughs> like no, yeah, and watch. I'll I'm waiting for the movie that's like that's like you that got the nice. young yeah you yeah. got the young black girl coming and she's like let me just she's let me rich. sample everybody. I'm rich. Got her own money. I'm cute. I got my. She got her own money. Okay? <laughs> got her own money. I kind of like the idea. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of don't think they should make it. But I kind of am like, what if it was an African princess though? And she did go to Atlanta and just like lost her mind and had a really fun time and then married nobody. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>